This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, September 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Allen. Here's today's headlines. Purdue promises TPP on par with Japan deal. Lighthizer said close to USMCA deal. Candidates slammed as chicken littles. Japan deal to put U.S. ag on par with TPP. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue is assuring farmers that a pending trade deal with Japan will put them on a level playing field with other countries that already have agreements with the Japanese. Japan deal, which has not yet been finalized, gets us back on parity with our competitors, Purdue told reporters. I think it will essentially be even. There were some sectors that were left out, but it will get us back on our comparable tariff area with the other countries. Keep in mind, U.S. dairy, grain, and meat producers are adamant that they need to be in the same tariff level as the European Union and Trans-Pacific Partnership countries that have already gotten tariff cuts from Japan in trade deals that have been in place for months. But Purdue confirmed U.S. rice farmers' fears that they will not benefit from the trade deal, despite the fact that they would have gotten increased Japanese access under the TPP if the U.S. hadn't pulled out. Without giving any details, Purdue said he expects U.S. beef and pork to get even better access to Japan than under the TPP. Grassley, Lighthizer bullish on USMCA. Senate Fence Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley says U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer is optimistic about wrapping up a deal soon with House Democrats to address their concerns about the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement. He figures this is all going to be done during September. I hope that's not too optimistic, Grassley said. That should allow the agreement to be on the House floor yet this fall. Lighthizer is expected to deliver a set of proposals to the Democrats soon. Grassley, a Republican of Iowa, said the Democratic concerns about labor standards and other issues will have to be addressed through side letters and annexes to the trade deal, not the text of the agreement itself. Senate chair calls candidates chicken littles. Senate Environment and Public Works Chairman John Barrasso has slammed the Democratic presidential candidates for calling climate change an existential crisis and pushing solutions that are absolutely radical and reckless. The Wyoming Republican told reporters the candidates amount to a chicken little caucus saying the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Climate change is not an existential crisis. It's a legitimate concern, and Republicans have solutions, he said. Ten of the candidates took part in a seven-hour town hall last week on CNN, and the candidates will be holding a debate the third of the campaign on Thursday in Houston. Now, for more on the candidates' climate positions, including a possible carbon tax and what that might mean for agriculture, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes today. We also have a look at the state of the U.S.-China trade talks. Purdue calls reallocation biofuel buzzword. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler confirmed yesterday the Trump administration has yet to agree on how to address the impact of small refinery exemptions on biofuel usage. The biofuel industry wants EPA to reallocate the waived gallons and push back hard against proposals that were discussed at the White House last week. 
At this point, we are taking a look at a number of options on the RFS program, but we've not made any decisions going forward on ethanol or the RFS, Wheeler told reporters. Purdue sidestep a question from reporters about the issue. Reallocation is probably just a buzzword about that. When you talk about how you talk about it recovering the federal waiver issues, technically, is it reallocation or not? I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what you mean by reallocation, he said. Pompeo mum on Mexico tariff threat. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo yesterday did some sidestepping of his own on a question of whether or not the U.S. was still prepared to hit Mexico with tariffs if the country did not continue to reduce the flow of Central American migrants to the U.S. Instead, he stressed to reporters Mexico is making progress on the border and added he was looking forward to meeting with Mexican Foreign Secretary Marcelo Ebart. We're going to talk about the progress that's been made, which has been substantial and real and material and has made America more secure, Pompeo said at a White House press conference. But at the same time, we know there is still work to do, and we're going to talk about how best we can jointly deliver that. Back in May, the White House announced plans to hit all Mexican exports with a 5% tariff on June 10th, in an effort to force the country to clamp down on migrants making their way to the U.S. The tariff was not levied because Mexico agreed to take strong anti-immigration measures. But Pompeo warned at the same time the tariff, which would increase rapidly, was still an open threat. USDA pushes DMC sign-up. USDA's Farm Service Agency is reminding dairy producers to sign up for the Dairy Margin Coverage Program before the September 20th enrollment deadline. Sign-up started in June, but nearly half of the nation's licensed dairy operations have not enrolled yet. As of this week, 19,132 operations have signed up, which is 51% of the total dairy operations in the country and 71% of the farms that previously established their production history with FSA. The farms that have enrolled are expected to receive at least $258 million in payments or $13,469 per operation. Governor won't budge on hemp. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem has made her case against hemp in the Wall Street Journal. In an op-ed yesterday, Noem said that so long as there's confusion between the newly legalized industrial version of cannabis and its partially legal and psychoactive cousin, she cannot support agricultural hemp. Until law enforcement can quickly and affordably differentiate between marijuana and hemp, states that have legalized hemp have essentially legalized marijuana as well, she says. Nome vetoed a hemp legalization bill earlier this year, and state legislators are studying the issue in advance of the 2020 legislative session. Here's today's She Said It. Every experiment needs a control. I believe the social experiment our nation is conducting with highly potent legal weed will end poorly. But to create evidence for comparison, we need leaders willing to stand up and say no. That gnome in the op-ed. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, September 11th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak... I'm Jeff Alley.